I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all We are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So and I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just not tap water. water. I it don't defeats the water. whole purpose. Really but I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, yeah, I add more water. more water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's, literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends right and your body just expels what you don't need your body will not absorb it it's like once it reaches the limit you'll find that you go pee more right what were your symptoms before oh i was i would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom i was working from home eight hours a day and i there were many many days that I did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy. I was nauseous. I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm-hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's Hey, every there. day, seriously, start really, your day, what it is. It's like really, start your really day have with to. cardio miracle, go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code Defiant. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. An additional to order it. Yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right. So, uh, Cardi Miracle, get yes. yours today. DefiantMiracle.com. Promo code Defiant. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all, and they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats we can simply say no not again the only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply 
refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, are pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me, for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. 
For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. This is the right place to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. 
Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. What can I get you tonight? Uh, do you have any granny rich reserve? I do. Awesome. How many shots? I'll take two, please. Appreciate that. Great. Are you excited to play for the guys tonight? You know, I am. I heard there's uh, like some real World War II guys gonna be in the room tonight. I cannot wait to meet them. Greatest generation, right? Correct. Yeah, it's going. Smooth. Here's to you, pal. Thank you, man. Appreciate Thank you. It. Take care, brother. Well, he was one of the millions who signed up to defend us long ago in 1941. When they sucker punched us in Pearl Harbor He fought under MacArthur 17 With an Army Thompson gun Well he stormed a lot of beaches Slept in jungles with the leeches He saw things a young man should never see And when they shot him in the shoulder He got back up he marched forward, left a lot of brothers dead in Kawajalain. And if it wasn't for the good Lord and the man, there wouldn't be a breath of freedom in this land. When I see people on my TV taking shots at Uncle Sam, I hope they always remember why they can. Cause we'd all be speaking German Living under the flag of Japan If it wasn't for the good Lord and the man If it wasn't for the good Lord and the man and I'm the grandson of a soldier And I'd fight the whole world over if duty called and freedom's on the line But thanks to the greatest generation And the ones still fighting for our nation I've never had to kill for my way of life And if it wasn't for the good Lord and the man There wouldn't be a breath of freedom in this land Shots at Uncle Sam. I hope they always remember why they can. Cause we'd all be speaking German, living under the flag of Japan. If it wasn't for the good Lord and the man. If it wasn't for the good Lord and the man. When they sucker punched us in Pearl Harbor He fought under MacArthur 17 With an army 
Thompson gone Back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Little uh, pre-Veterans Day tribute. Mm-hmm. Each generation will get their own song. Um, and, um, you know, hey, it's something we got to think about this week. Um, yeah. Just sucks this is yeah it's gonna be a hard week um a lot of people fought for us a lot of great people you guys will never meet sad too um i uh just keep that in the back of your mind this week this is uh you know, there's a lot of shit that's already going on. It's not like we need to add more to it, but um, here we are. Yeah, pretty much. Long story short, <sighs> keep in the back of your mind this week. Anyway, um, we need to lose, stop losing our minds about this election shit. I am so tired of answering questions, which I've answered all day long, and I will continue to answer. Look, folks, this is simple. I, I got three takeaways from last night. These are the three. You ready for this one? It's going to hurt. This is going to sting. Some of you folks are going to be angry with me. And I get it. I understand. Understand where I sit on this. As a constitutionalist, as I am, I do believe in freedom. Absolute freedom. What do you mean absolute freedom, Mick? I, I believe in absolute freedom. Meaning, look, I, I don't give a fuck who you are. You can do whatever God lets you do on this land. Period. And nobody can say anything about it. That's the way our country was founded. Last night, with the resounding confidence of this country, for the third time, we found out that this country is not ready for an abortion ban. Now understand, I am pro-life to the end. I believe every baby should be born. I don't believe that you should use abortion as a contraceptive. However, I am also a constitutionalist. I also believe wholeheartedly in our constitution. That being said, you women have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want to do, because who am I to tell you differently? Look, Republicans have a narrative problem because Democrats go out and they say to the voters, your daughter, your 14-year-old daughter gets raped. Republicans are going to put her in jail for getting an abortion. Are you No, I'm it's telling not, you, I, this I know, is what the Democrats say. No, it's say. not a narrative problem. It's a messaging problem. Okay, a because messaging again, problem. Nobody re went and read the bill. 
one more time, nobody went and read the bill that they were voting on. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest problem. You propose these bills, you have these great ideas that you're, but nobody reads it. The point is, is one day you got to sit down and call everybody together and read the fucking bill word for fucking word. So everybody can hear it. The problem is, is the message. Because immediately when you do that, what do you do? You scare somebody into thinking, well, my daughter's raped and she can't get an abortion. I don't want him to bring that abomination into this world. Yeah. I don't agree. I don't disagree with you. But when you don't read the bill, when you actually read the bill and find out that, hey, in Ohio, that was actually one of the acceptable terms to get an abortion. Mm -hmm. But nobody read the bill. Nope. The only thing that happened was the Democrats got together and said, hey, look, this is what's going to happen. They went to the ultimate like leftist side of the bill to try and prove that eh, this this ain't no good for us. And and of course, they turn around, you know, when the detractors say that, uh, well, they're they're killing almost full term babies. And the Democrats say, no, that doesn't happen anywhere. But and. The Republicans don't, the Republicans, what did I hear? They're excellent at snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory. Correct. They are. And we are. Every and single time. It happens every time. Every time. Uh, but even still, though, you have to, we have to marginalize this shit. We're, we're, we're getting too fixed around the axle because like all I've heard is jump off the bridges. We lost Virginia. We lost everything. It's all over. Kentucky flipped. Oh, my God. We didn't lose anything because it's all a fucking game. Honestly, did we really lose anything? We really didn't lose anything. Think about it. I, I don't. What did you lose? Because you know what? Actually, we actually gained shit, believe it or not, in one of the most unlikely places in the world. The GOP takes control of Long Island with Ed Romaine's landslide victory in Suffolk County. Uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty big deal. That's a good win. That's a solid. Think about it. The people in New York are fucking pissed. Yep. They are done with this shit. Yes. Quite, quite, and, quite and when done. he takes a landslide, I mean, it was not even. I, I don't even think the other person received uh, less than 0.5 percent of the vote, which means one person got 500, another person got like one million. That's how bad it was. It wasn't even landslide. Doesn't even count. Like the only place the Democrats did not get out to vote was Suffolk County. Everywhere else they were voting, but Suffolk County, not so much. They said, I, I, I will send 500 at this one. <laughs> we'll steal the rest. <laughs> Guess that didn't work. <laughs> Shit. Next time. Hmm. Anyway, I, it, people, that's that's the first one. We're not ready for abortion yet. Abortion's not going to be something favorable on any ballot for the next 10 years till we get used to the new rules uh, with Roe versus Wade. Does it come as a surprise? No. Uh, did I really think it was going to fly? No, especially not in Ohio. Come on. Look, Mike Pence is from Ohio. No, he's not. Oh, Indiana. He's from Indiana. Indiana. Uh, uh, DeWine's from Ohio. Six or one, half a dozen of the other. The I mean, seriously, DeWine's from Hawaii, Ohio. 
he he used he's the governor right now, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yep. There's no way that they're going to pass that with him. There's no way that anybody's going to trust him to pass that. But so far, if you think about it, though, even if you discredit all the other bullshit like what she was talking about, we've had three states so far, three states come up with hey, we're going to terminate. There's going to be no more abortions in our state. Whole hail, nothing. And three states so far have rejected it. America's not ready for it. I I, I put it there because I, I don't think the country as a whole is ready for it. They don't know yet. They'll figure it out. It'll come. Uh, what else did we find out last night? Last night, we found out that there are four four parties. I mean, there's really only one party. No, but okay. there's, there's four parties in America now. You you have the way far left, which we all know. Pro Hamas. Yeah, pro Hamas, pro all the crazy shit. Pro that fucking Earth Day, pro whatever you want to call it. Green weenies, everything. You've got the way left, right? You have Democrats. You have Republicans. And then you have apparently MAGA extremists, which are so far right, um, they're fucking everything up. I I beg to differ because, you know, one thing I know about Republicans, and you all know this too, they're reactive. They're not proactive. One of the things Republicans will not do is proactively move against the Democrats. However, they will react to every time a Democrat does something. It's just funny that they consider MAGA the proactive movement of the right side. Consider considering really what is Matt Gates or any of the MAGA party actually done? Where is their proactivious nature? What have they done to actually, other than vote down the Speaker of the House, what else have they done? Because, you know, the only other thing I can think of is voting down the Speaker of the House. Maybe getting some rule changes so they vote down the Speaker of the House if they had to. I'm just wondering, what else have they done? Because when we get into this tonight, one of the things you're going to hear about is House Bill 599. 5099. Or 5099. You need to start paying attention to this shit, folks. Because this is what is going to get us engaged in a war. This is what is going to put us in the middle of war, World War Three. Is that the one that authorizes us to use force against Iran? Because they're trying to get their hands on a nuclear bomb? Yes. Pretty much. Yes. We're going to war, folks. It's happening. This is going down like a fat kid There's on, no a, doubt about on it. a lollipop. But in Trust the meantime, me. the dog and pony show continues in Congress, where they officially formally censured Okay. Well, let's What's her name? Censure. Let's talk about censure real quick. What censure? What, what, what exactly happens? It's to a her? fucking slap on the wrist. Yeah, maybe it's a fine. nothing. Maybe a fine. Well, it's a fine, maybe. and she has to remove herself from her committees for thirty days, I believe. Mm, okay. Okay. Here you go. So here's the slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. On this vote, the yeas are two hundred thirty-four, and the nays are one hundred eighty-eight, with four answering present. The resolution is adopted. 
Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. All right, 234 yeas. How many Republicans are in Congress? 212. 17. 218, actually. Yeah. They have the majority. No, no, 219. No, they have 220. 220. That means, or 222. 22. 22 22 Democrats voted for the censuring of Rashida Tlaib. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That shit's hitting that fan. Well, no, the crazy is not the shit. The shit has because the third thing that came out from last night is it's not bad enough yet. It isn't. It's obvious. Look at look at the Democrats. The Democrats went out in force, folks, no matter how we look at it. Yeah, re- Republicans do have the ability to snatch absolute victory from the grips of defeat. You mean defeat out of the defeat out of the grips of victory. Yeah, um, they do do that. But last night, what we saw was motivated Democrats. What we didn't see was a lot of motivated Trump supporters. You want to know why? Because we don't believe that the election, the elections are even. Unless Trump's running, we're not going to vote. We don't give a fuck. And there's a lot of people that didn't vote because Trump wasn't running. He's not on the ballot. And And now you see the real numbers of what's going on in America. Because the people that still care and vote. Voted last night. I did. Or yesterday. I voted yesterday. I didn't. I voted for a splossed bullshit account that uh, went unfortunately through. went through with 70% of our county agreeing that it should. And I was like, wow, you guys really don't understand splossed. But and okay. The mayor of Savannah got reelected with 75% of the vote. Yeah, you saw some number of weirdage in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was weird. You're right, because the alderman from the second district or the first district won with what 63.4% of the vote, which was another just odd number that they were winning at such extravagant rates. Yes, Lindsay, I did say that the erections are fake too, as well as the elections. Erections the de- and elections. Yeah, from the Democrats, they're all fake. Yeah, they're all fake. Yeah, they're, they have to blow up a b- balloon before you they know, do it. They have one of those little pump things, and then they disconnect it like the old Reebok sneaker. Come on, <laughs> dude. They probably have their own fluffers in Congress. <laughs> probably do. Oh shit, that's a great job. I should have told fucking all my Navy buddies about that. <laughs> hey, go become a fluffer in Congress. Jim Jordan has a midget fluffer. <laughs> See, I would toss the midget <laughs> every day and toss his uh, ass. What midget? Go. Sorry, I couldn't help myself because I'm sitting here looking at him on the screen. <laughs> sitting in the green room. Here you go, Jim Jordan. <laughs> Thank you, Chairman Jordan, Ranking Member Nadler, and members of the committee. Committee will be in order. Committee will be in order. Uh, we appreciate people being here, but uh, the committee has to be in order. If you, we will, we will, we will remove every single person who disrupts the committee.
Gentleman is recognized. Thank you, Chairman Jordan, Ranking Member Nadler, and members of the committee. My name is Connor Ogrijak, and it is an honor to bring my experiences before you today. Although I had hoped. Meeting will be in order. I'm actually not going to watch any more of this. Listen, I'm going to put this message out. I'm going to make it. This is from both me and my wife. And let me tell you something. Sit down and shut the fuck up. If you, if look, bring us up. I don't even want to watch the rest of that. That was it. It was three people disrupting an official meeting in Congress. They should be in jail right now with the J6ers. Hear me out. If you believe that Palestine is the way you want to go, fine. Get the fuck out. Don't. Don't leave angry. Just get out. Just go. Go to Pal. Do me a favor. Volunteer to be on the front lines in Gaza. Please. Please. No, I'm begging you. I, I, I'm dead serious. Go do it. Because you know what? It's going to provide me so much quality content for the rest of America to watch your fucking ass just get fucking drilled by IDF soldiers as they fucking eviscerate your ass. Or... I'll get some videos of fags getting tossed off of fucking buildings. One of the two, it'll be fine. But please get the fuck out of America. You are not welcome anymore. Um, Americans are done with this shit. You want to go back to Palestine? Go back to Palestine. Dead serious. Done with this shit. I mean, honestly, I'm fine with them having their own opinion and processing in the streets. That's kind of what America's about. Free speech. Right? You no, can see both no, sides. This is but this is when you're okay, interrupting is, an official congressional meeting. This is okay. That's a different story. This is my uh this is my platform, and I have my opinion, and this is an opinion-rated show. I got Therefore, you. fuck you. No, if you're unhappy and you hate America as much as you do, and oh, you yeah. can protest you hate for America, Palestine get out. during a fucking session of Congress, get the fuck out of my country. Just leave. Go to Gaza. Do your job. Die for the jihad, please, because I'm dying to watch what happens to you. I get to watch one of two things, the IDF lighting your ass up on fucking TV, or I get to watch Hamas tossing your ass off a building. Either way, I get good content, and I get to provide my listeners with something they want to listen to. Correct, Sergeant Horse, unless they are threatening, in which case there's already laws on the books for that. Not that they abide by any of those laws, but you know. But let's not forget about the past. Because the past always comes back to bite us in the ass. And there's people that have come before us. There are fellow truth sayers that came before us and were mocked and were shit on. And this is one of them. And I want you to listen to this because this is going to send a chill up your spine. This is some scary shit. What role um, in the Middle East again does Israel play in this? Israel was created as the instrument to bring about the Battle of Armageddon and the fulfillment of prophecy, a war that would be so terrible where nuclear weapons will be used so that the American citizens and the other people in the world will get down on their knees and beg for no more war. And what is the answer to that? They're going to be told the only way we can guarantee no more war is if we destroy the sovereignty of nations and we come together as one humanity in a one world government. Right. Mm. 
Young that, Alex Jones. I'm sorry, Bill Cooper. No, it's Bill Cooper. I know it's Bill it's Cooper. Thirty years old. I know. That's thirty fucking years old. Bill Cooper folks. before they cloned him and turned him into Alex Jones. Thirty years old. Just saying. Seriously, they look eerily alike. Do not memory hole that. That is something important. Israel is. Think about what's going on right now. Yemen. Yemen just declared war on not only Israel, but us. No. You know, it's really interesting. What's Yemen going to do? I have no idea. Nothing. We're going to laugh at them. We're going to go. <laughs> You're like the Boy Scouts coming at us. <laughs> Reading the good book today. And I realized as I finished it, that I have one chapter left in numbers before I moved on to Deuter Deuteronomy. But it's it was the next page, so I didn't see it. So anyway. But uh, as they're journeying from the wilderness to their promised land, Canaan, literally from the river to the sea, is their promised land. Think about it. And some of the people there, one of the tribes, as they get there, they come, come, come upon a place that's not quite in Canaan, but it's great land for cattle, which they graze. And they said, hey, Moses, yeah, can we stay here? Because we like this place. And Moses said, whoa, now, uh, your daddies tried to do the same thing before and God smote them for it. So you may want to reconsider that. Did he smoke them or did he smite them? Because yeah. smoking I said, and smiting. No, I said smote. Oh, smote. Oh, smote. smote. Oh, smote. no, that's way worse. Okay, yes. well, okay. He yeah. smote he them. He smoted them. He smote them, right? He smote them. So they said, well, 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 hold on. Here's the deal. We'll, we'll put on our armor. We will be more than happy to go to war for the Lord. But when all is said and done, we want this land here. And Moses said, cool, cool beans. I mean, if you're ready to go to war and kill everybody in your path, and then give up that land and come back here, you can have it. You know who those people are now? The descendants of those original Hebrews. Those those are the ones, the Palestinians, by the way. One more time. They're still there. There's, there's not they're just... literally, bloodlines are fighting each other. They're, they're literally, they are the same people that are fighting each other. However, I will say, as we've learned this as well, God told those people over and over again, as he killed generation after generation, he left the children alive. He killed the parents over and over again. If you turn away from him, eventually he, he will consume you. Yep. Do not turn away from God. Those people that stayed behind in Palestine, not the ones that fled to Europe, not the ones that came back to form Israel, the ones that stayed. And we talked about this before, the original Hebrews that stayed. And the Islamics came in, right? The sultans came in and they said, and they allowed the people to continue to worship their God, the God of Abraham and Jacob, the God of Israel. They just had to pay a little bit more taxes. But those people weren't true. They would rather worship a different way 
and pay less taxes. And that's what they did. Now, we've learned in the good book, in the Old Testament that we're reading right now, when you turn away from God, he will kill you. And not just you, but everybody in your family, your entire people. He has no problem with that. So I can understand a bit more the motivation of the Jews. This is literally their, it's written into their most historical books. Everything about their religion is smite them, kill them all, fuck them. Literally what it says. No, look, yes, I yes. got you on that part, but no, no, this is where we we keep the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Let them do what they're going to just let them do what they're going to do. I didn't say anything about us getting involved. Fuck. I we agree. We've got to stay the fuck out of this. I agree. They've got way more experience than we will ever have in doing any of this. They have literally been smiting their enemies for 3,000 years. Let them do it. Let them go. Let them have it. Have at it. They're going to be so happy. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We're not going to have to deal with a whole bunch of bullshit. Just saying. Sparky says the Old Testament paints God as a vengeful and cu- a cruel God. Like, dude, where's the love? Jesus was the love. Yeah. What did we do to him? We killed him. We murdered him. We just kill him. We murdered him. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. The question but- is, which God is coming back? The vengeful and cruel God or the God of Jesus, the God of love. Because I take a look around you because don't think it's I, I don't God see of love. I don't see shit going down like the God of love is coming back. I see shit like, hey, somebody's coming back and he's going to bring some heat fire with him and he's going to fucking rain some shit down on us. And he's going to tell us that you have a bunch of bitches and you were listening to the wrong shit. Just saying. That's my thought. If you want to get the most up-to-date messages, I highly recommend you turn in, tune into the good book every morning at 8 a.m. We go over a lot of that, both the original messages and the new ones. So. Somebody's going to have to start writing those down. Uh-huh. Well, the new ones, I mean. Because we're going to have to add shit to the book. Uh, oh, trust me, I I know. What just happened? I clicked out of it because I don't know which I didn't remember which one it was. Because oh. when I pull all these up, I've got to count. There we go. So more on to last night. The million year old war in fucking the Middle East. Oh, is that what this is? Sort of. Moments ago, Fox obtained an internal government threat advisory around a pro-Palestinian day of action that is planned for tomorrow. We we mentioned this at the top of the show. We're starting to learn a little bit more about what this is likely to look like. It says, quote, in all possible cities at sites of production and headquarters of the largest transnational weapons companies. All right, so figure this out for us. Let's go to Tel Aviv and correspondent Jeff Paul, uh, who had moments ago Fox obtained Okay, so hold on. Bring the post up that this is it. Yep. Because this is really important, folks. 
This is some crazy shit. Fox clearly reported today that the DOD issued a pro-Palestinian day of action advisory for all possible cities and sites of production and headquarters of the largest transnational weapons companies. Community note, not warranted, which means it was not warranted to tell the people. Okay. Who no, no. The- community, community notes on Twitter, meaning... No, no, no. Community note from the government. No, they're talking about community notes on Twitter. Okay. Well, on if it was from the government, it means it wouldn't get broadcast Either DOD to us. DOD went nuts that this was leaked or Fox, Fox messed, messed up. up. I don't know which. Wow. That is some crazy shit, though. Mm-hmm. So... Hmm. I don't think they were supposed to report that. They weren't supposed to. Why weren't they supposed to report that? It's funny because you brought something up this morning when I was in the shower and you were talking about some crazy website that you found that said that there were Reuters reporters or Reuters Reuters reporters in the crowd. And AP and during October 6th and 7th, October 7th with Hamas, Hamas, there were reporters, CNN, the Associated Press and Reuters reported reporters embedded with Hamas when they invaded Israel, when they killed all those people and they did nothing and they said nothing and they gave no warning. I wonder why. On October 7th, Hamas terrorists were not the only ones who documented the war crimes they had committed during their deadly rampage across across southern Israel. Some of their atrocities were captured by Gaza-based photojournalists working for the Associated Press and Reuters news agencies, whose early morning presence at the breached border raises serious ethical questions. What were they doing there so early on? what would have ordinarily been a quiet Saturday morning. Was it coordinated with Hamas? Did the respectable wire services, which published their photos, approve of their presence inside enemy territory together with the terrorist infiltrators? Did the photojournalists who's freelance uh, for other like media, like CNN and the New York Times, notify these outlets? Judging from the pictures of lynching, kidnapping, and storming of an Israeli kibbutz, it seems like the border has been breached not only physically, but also journalistically. Four names appear on AP's photo credits from the Israel-Gaza border area on October 7th. Hassan Elysia, Youssef Moussad, Ali Mumad, and Hatem Ali. Elysia, a freelancer who also works for CNN, crossed into Israel, took photos of a burning Israeli tank, and then captured infiltrators entering kibbutz Kafar Aza. Hello, pictures. <laughs> oh my God, folks! Seriously, really? I uh, honest reporting has obtained screenshots of Eliza's now removed tweets and X in which she documented himself standing in front of the Israeli tank. He did not wear a press vest or helmet, and the Arabic caption of his tweet read, live from inside the Gaza Strip settlements. Sure does. Yep. Shortly Israeli side. It says Israeli side. In the the top one, it says the Israeli side of the Gaza West settlements. 
Shortly after the publication of this article, we were alerted to the footage of Hassan Elijah next to the Israeli tank. In addition, a photo has surfaced showing Elijah with Hamas leader and mastermind of the October 7th massacre, Yawa Sinwar. There they are together. Yeah, he's dead. And there's footage of Alasia after he crossed into Israel and took photos of the burning Israeli tank. He then captured the infiltrators entering Kibbutz Kafar Aza. <laughs> I, I didn't. Can you play that again so I can hear the whole thing? Because and they came up behind the tank and they shot the tank in the back and they blew it up. Uh, Masood, who also works for the New York Times, was there as well. Just in time to set foot in Israeli territory and take more tank pictures. <coughs> Ali Mohammed and uh, Hatim Ali were positioned to get pictures of horrific abductions of Israelis into Gaza. Mohammed captured pick, a pickup truck carrying a body of a German Israeli Shania Look, and Ali got several shots of abductees being kidnapped and stripped. Into the strip, into the Gaza Strip. Or into the strip, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, on golf carts nonetheless. Jesus Christ. And increasingly, the names interestingly. of the or interestingly, the names of the photographers, which appear on other sources, have been removed from some of the photos in the AP's database. Perhaps someone at the agency realized it posed serious questions regarding the journalistic ethics. Mm-hmm. Reuters lynching as image of the day. Reuters has public pictures from two photojournalists who also happened to be at the border just in time for Hamas's infiltration. Mohammed Faik Abu Mustafa and Yasser Quida. They both took pictures of a burning Israeli tank on the Israeli side of the border, but Abu Mustafa went further. He took photos of a lynch mob brutalizing the body of an Israeli soldier who was dragged out of the tank. Reuters was kind enough to add a graphic warning to the photo caption, but it didn't prevent editors from shamelessly labeling it as one of the images of the day on their editorial database. Mm -hmm. So let's be clear. News agencies may claim these people are just doing their job documenting war crimes. Unfortunately, maybe part of it, but it's not that simple. It's now obvious that Hamas had planned October 7th attack on Israel for a very lo long time. Its scale, its brutal aims, and its massive documentation have been prepared for months, not if not years. Everything taken into account, the deployments, the timing, as well as the body cams and the mobile phone videos sharing the atrocities. Is it conceivable to assume journalists just happened to appear early in the morning at the border without prior coordination with the terrorists or were they were they part of the plan? Even if they didn't extract details of what was going to happen, once it unfolded, they, did they realize that they were breaching the border? And if so, did they notify the appropriate news agencies? Some sort of communication was undoubtedly necessary before, after, or during the attack in order to get the photos published. 
Either way, when international news agencies decide to pay for material that has been captured under such problematic circumstances, their standards may be questioned and their audience deserves to know about it. And if their people on the ground actively or passively collaborated with Hamas to get the shots, they should be called out to redefine the border between journalism and barbarism. Hmm. It is the hell. This is rough, folks. That's a bad one. That's 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 fucking really bad. Like so bad on so many different levels when it comes to like they want us to respect them as journalists, yet we keep fighting this shit. How are you so bad at your job that we keep fighting this shit? If you're a journalist, I expect you to be a pro. It's like if I was in the military and you were in the CIA, I'd expect you to be a pro. I would expect you to cover every bit of your tracks and then some. But when I find out that you don't, I'm going to expose the shit out of it. Why? Because you didn't cover your... It's the same shit that's going on in court with us right now with the fucking chickens. Same exact fucking shit. It, it's so stupid. This dumb bitch didn't do her fucking job. And now she's getting called out every day we walk into court. And I, I hope you got the court date pushed. But you need to. Mm -hmm. Because I can't wait to call her out again. Because I just found out. Happenstance that I was in the same building. So I went by the office and I just said, yeah, fuck it. I'll ask. So what did they tell me? Exactly what I already fucking knew about my property. Exactly how it was zoned and everything else. I get to go back into court and be like, hey, bitch, again, you didn't do your job, but I did. And here's the receipt. Oh, and by the way, you stupid cunt. I'm allowed to have up to 25 birds. So one more time, why are we here? Well, hopefully I can get the whole thing dismissed before I even go back, but it's okay. Um, or I'll, you know, like I said, I've got to get the court date pushed. Oh, oh, no, I want you to push it because I don't want them to have any heads up knowledge that this is coming. They'll probably just dismiss it, honestly. I Once I send them all the documentation that I'm required to send them before court. Here we go. But just to be clear, to kind of reset here, when we talk about a ceasefire, when you, when you, use that term when that term is applied a general ceasefire it connotes um, a cessation of hostilities for an indefinite period with the purpose of finding an end to the conflict usually when you get into a ceasefire it's when you think you're at the end game and it's time to negotiate go to the table and brass tacks here how are we going to end this war and we don't support that at this time a ceasefire right now benefits hamas it certainly also legitimizes what hamas started on october 7th it, it would give them a, a, a propaganda win. They see, look, at now there's a ceasefire. And so we're going to be an equal party to this. And, um, and we have every right to continue to stay uh, in governance in Gaza. And they don't. And that's what pussy boys do. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what they want. This is what pussy boys do. Oh, well, oh, well, they want us to no stay. Look, you dumb motherfucker. I, I, I can't say this any clearer. I know you were an admiral in the United States Navy, and I know there's no wrong hole in the Navy. But do me a favor. 
pull your head out of your ass for one second. And they're not. Let uh, me so explain to you why this is just a bad idea. Stay the fuck out of this. Mm-hmm. We do if look, if we get involved in this, folks, I'm gonna tell you involved. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. No, I no, we're not, not yet. We have yet to put boots on the ground. We had boots on the ground. We don't anymore. Let me tell you why this is bad if we get involved. We get involved, we're in World War III. We are in the middle of it. Why? Because everybody blames us anyway. It doesn't matter what we say or what we do. We can say that we're perfectly neutral in this. We're still going to get blamed for this. never believe it. Exactly. Because why? We have been involved in everything else in the last fucking 30 years that you all don't know about years that you all don't know about because we've had our special operations folks i have fucking cut i have fucked with countries and fucked in countries i have fucked in countries and fucked with countries that you're not supposed to do that to all right it's against the rules and this shit is just going to get worse because all we did was hire a bunch of warmongers and put them in the White House. So a ceasefire not only gives them time to plan and execute, but it, it legitimizes what they started on October 7th. And that's unacceptable to President Biden. It's certainly unacceptable, understandably so, to the Israeli people. A pause is, as I said, temporary, localized, specific purpose. Jenny. Bullshit. Yeah, it, you allow Hamas leaders to get out of the country. That's what you're lo- you're doing. You're not. No, no. Doing- he said no pause. But, yeah, yeah. Well, he now he no did. Ceasefire. Now, now he says that. Before he didn't. Before he was telling fucking what's his nuts, uh, Steve fucking uh, dipshit from Fox News in the morning. This kid, he was he was explaining what a cease, you know, what a pause was. It's not a ceasefire. It's just a pause. Come on, this is. Uh, he speaks out of both sides of his mouth every fucking day. Every day. Give me a break. Bullshit ceasefire. My ass. Well, um, let them do their shit. Just let them kill them. We'll be straight. We work out. It works out at the end for us. I don't understand why we have a problem with this. Let them go. Let them do their thing. At the end, it makes our country more secure. We have enough problems at home. No shit. Like this one. Like our our, our president selling us out to foreign leaders? Yeah, you hear uh, Hunter and James. Oh, James both got been officially subpoenaed. subpoenaed today, along oh. with some guy named Rob Carter. No, I know exactly who that is. Uh-huh. Oh, no, he's a big player in all of this. He's the so. money man. Here's uh, James, Comer. James Comer signing, signing the, subpoenas. the subpoenas. Here they come. They're getting subpoenaed. I, I can't believe they Haul did this. This is kind of gay. In front of court. This is kind of gay. I, I really, actually, this is a bad image, I think. I, I got to be honest. I, I'm just throwing it out there because now we're trying to, what we're, we're propagating the fact that. Everything is a fucking reality TV show. I get it, but it, you don't need to do this. Everything is a reality TV show. I, I just have a different opinion. He did it for us so that we would have a clip to play instead of just talking about it. Well, 
Can he can he do a little better? Like, Say something? Like, no, 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 no. Can you show him being marched into court with cuffs on their hands? I mean, that would be a lot better. I, I would fucking be down with that. Oh, go to Texas. No, go to Texas. No, 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 because there's a little bit more on that here. Oh. Um, I was kind of hoping we were done with that. No. Oh, yeah, no, no, I saw this. <laughs> I sent this to you. I know which one you're going for. Go for it, babe. I like this one. This is a good one. <laughs> this is this is funnier than fuck, folks. Enjoy. This is my dirty mop head comment of the day. The House Oversight Committee has issued subpoenas for um, Hunter Biden, James Biden, and Biden family business associate Rob Walker. Do you have a comment on that? So look, as you just mentioned, it's just breaking. Uh, so I don't have this information in front of me. I'm just hearing from you. Uh, certainly, I would refer you to any uh, of the, the personal representatives on, on this, uh, on, on your question. But I will have to say something that I've said many times. Uh, this is an investigation uh, that has been going on for a year now and has turned up zero evidence of wrongdoing by the president uh, because there is none. Uh, but Republicans continue to double down on a baseless, a baseless a smear campaign against the president and his family. Wow, you don't pay attention very much, do you? Um, $40,000. Loan repayment? 10% for the big guy. Loan repayment? How about the fact that Joe bought a house with fucking cash? Who does that? Especially a beach house. Where's the money? Oh, well, let's see. You fucking paid for a two and a half million dollar beach house with cash. That's where the money is. Who it's in real estate. Does that? Unless, uh, well, drug dealers, they do it. True. Drug dealers pay for houses in cash. Matter of fact, 90% of the times, if you tell a bank executive that you're about to pay for a house in cash, they ask if you're a drug dealer. They really do. Dead serious. Not a joke. Oh, did they ask Joe Biden that? No, they asked Mark that. What? Mark, when he bought his house out yeah. here, yeah. he put his down payment in cash. Yeah. And because, well, no, I mean, he managed his money properly. No, he I know. Did he his stuff a bunch right. of houses. He did he, well. Yeah. He, he did his stuff the way you're supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. And he went and he gave the bank cash for the down payment. And it was over half of what the house was worth. And they asked him if he was a drug dealer. Now, if you knew who he was, That's you would be like, thing. "That's impossible." He'd make an awesome drug dealer, actually. Actually, be horrible. No, he because because he, he never does. He never likes to talk to people, just like me. Exactly, and he is the most like <laughs> nondescript, like individual old yes. white dude. He would make the <laughs> best fucking drug dealer. No he one, would. no one he would. would. Suspect him. Hey, he used to smoke pot back in the day. He still so does occasionally still on the does. porch. Yeah, I know he does. Anyway, hey, everybody does. I'm just saying. Look, if you go to pay for a house in cash, they it's going to one dealer. of the first questions they're going to ask you. Are you? Do you sell you, drugs on the side? Do you sell drugs? You got a good side hustle going. Can I get some of that shit? <laughs> you know that's why they're asking. <laughs> do you have a better eight second clip for this? Uh, yeah, you do. I know you do because I sent you this one. This is the funny one. Should they comply with it? Should they comply with it? That's the one where she just walked off the she stage. She just walked away. After the question. They were like, like they should Hunter comply? Should Bye. Hunter comply? Should uh, James Biden comply? 
Bye. And she just folded up her big ass notebook and Bye. walked off the stage. What is what does she think that notebook gives her? Does that give her like she wants to be like Kaylee Akinani and it doesn't work out because she doesn't have quite the right complexion. Yeah, she's not hot. I mean, there's that too. I mean, she's a lesbian. Guys, when look, guys, tell me if I'm wrong. When a woman comes out and says that she's a lesbian, do you look at her differently at that point? It depends we do. how hot her girlfriend is. I'm telling you, every guy does. Every guy might think you're a beautiful woman up until the point you tell them you're a lesbian. The second you tell them you're a lesbian and then you show them your girlfriend, trust me, that guy's no longer there. Because they're not as hot as you think they are. Just being honest with you. Just letting you know. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, oh, this is a fun one. Do you guys, did you ever see the show, the show called Disjointed? I, I didn't either because I tend not to watch like comedy sitcoms and shit. No, actually, I did. I watched this in Afghanistan. I did watch this. Did you know? Yes, this is actually a really funny show. Well, they canceled it. Oh, it's too bad because it was all about cannabis and it was like now something I love. So they they canceled it basically right after this this episode. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. John, I win. Cheryl, it's not a race. That's what losers say. <laughs> what is that? The truth. <laughs> Every time a new baby is born, the Federal Reserve issues a secret birth certificate printed by a company called the American Bank. That way, the government can use people as currency to back the debt they have with the World Economic Forum, which owns the central banks of every nation on Earth. But the WEF is just a front for the Council on Foreign Relations, which masterminded the 9-11 attacks as a pretext to invade Iraq, take the oil, and install fast food chains to make people slow, fat, and easily abductable by the shape-shifting reptilian aliens it works with. Now, back in the 30s, FDR made a deal with these reptilians to exchange people for technology. That was the basis of the New Deal. But ever since, they've been slowly replacing all the world leaders to create a nuclear holocaust to make global warming real for their takeover. That's how they made up the Cold War, by sending Laika to space to bite Neil Armstrong while Kubrick was faking the moon landing. Now they're using satellite waves, contrails, and measles vaccines as mind control and fluoridating the water to keep people's gold fillings intact so they can be sent back to, you guessed it, the Federal Reserve, where all the gold and birth certificates are stored by the real puppet master, the world monarch, who is himself only the servant of the all-seeing eye who controls everything in the world. I was wrong. You do win. They laugh, yet they they know that secretly she's right. Mm -hmm. mm. Just saying, wow, that was a lot in a very short amount <laughs> yes. of time to like spin up this show, like to the umpteenth extent of conspiracy theory. We are way out there now, but go to Texas, please, because this is crazy. If you guys haven't seen this, Texas is uh, speaking of contrails and problems right now. And um, there is a fire that's burning at a petroleum factory that is pretty much out of control at this point, judging just from the smoke about 50 miles away from it. So uh, check this out. This is crazy shit. It's just, you can hear it blowing up as they were in the yard. 
This is going on tonight here in Texas. So God bless. Um, I hope you guys stay upwind from that fire. You can see what it's doing in the clouds above. That can't be good. Whatever's about to rain down past that is going to be ugly. Because you can you can see it right there in the clouds, what the smoke is doing to the clouds. Come on. Even I can see it. That's that looks really bad. That's some scary shit. That looks really, right really bad. Oof. That's that nasty, that's that nasty, like brown, puffy. Uh, it's it's horrible when you're in a fire. When you see that, you're like, fuck, I'm gonna be here for a hot minute because this bitch is hot. Ain't cold. Ain't cold. No. Oh. Uh, some more conspiracy theory. Some gold juice. Yes. Oh, no. I sent you this one. This is classic. No, I this... pulled this one this morning. Oh, I sent this to you, too. Okay. This is classic. This is some scary shit right here. You and I have a lot of the same stuff on our stream. So most of the stuff that you send me, I don't pull because I've already pulled it. Okay. So just saying. You don't drink the Kool-Aid. You don't drink the gold juice. So I was offered the gold juice three times in my 20s, my 30s, and What's my 40s. A lot of golden showers. In the Burbank. gold juice that I will live forever and I'll have whatever I want. The gold juice. You never offer the gold juice? No. I'm it's, I'm a scumbag comic. What's the gold juice? I don't know. I don't know, but I didn't drink it and I didn't want it. And is this in I a notice when all the girls, certain girls on orange um, changed? Yeah, it's a real thing. It's like a real thing. Like it's all a real thing. And it's scary because they send like people after you and they can like kind of moonlight as like a friend or you know and, and they're wolf in sheep's clothing and, and and listen you can have everything you want all the fame in the world all the money i'm like hmm what if i just drank it but then i you know what i mean like what if i and i don't know what it is it's, if it's a metaphor for the gold juice like you feel what i'm what i'm what i'm saying mostly and um, if there's a tincture that makes you younger, I better know where <laughs> you better let me in on this. If adrenochrome's real, I'll be first well, in line. I hit the wrong buttons. Um, yeah, no, adrenochrome is very real. Gold juice is what they call it. She is. Do you remember the little old lady that's always in those commercials? That she's always like shaking and she's always got like the glasses and she's grabbing her glasses. She's always got a smart comment. That's who that is. That's who that lady is. Taryn Manning? Yeah. That's who she is. She's in a bunch of commercials. You have seen her a hundred times. I guarantee it. Get this. She's coming out now saying she was offered the gold juice. And the other bitch on the other side of the microphone was if adrenochrome's real, you better give it to me. I'll be the first in line. No. Wait a minute. What the? F Do you wonder? Apparently she doesn't. Mm -mm. I don't know. Because they don't live in the same world that we live in. I'm they, they, really, they don't. There's a separation. Yeah. There has to be. Yeah, absolutely. 
Because there's no way that they see the same shit that you and I, everybody in the chat sees every day and says, oh, yeah, give me the gold juice. No, that seems right. This this is the world that we live in. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just listen. Um, I just want to say that it's fucking wild that as a two income household, my husband and I have come to the realization we can't afford groceries right now. Like straight up can't afford groceries because if we buy groceries, then we either won't be able to pay our rent or our electric bill because both of those come out of this pay cycle and they will take the entire pay cycle. Um, I just, I just, that's just, that's fucking bonkers. That's so fucking wild. We have two incomes and we cannot afford to eat and we don't even have kids. Like it's literally just the two of us and we can't afford to eat with two incomes. That is just, but I mean, I guess, you know, that means we won't have to wash dishes because our dishwasher is still broken as it has been for two months at the place that we pay so much in rent, you know, wild. It, it kind of, uh, I kind of want to sit there and just say, it's what you voted for. Look, with all the metal in your face. Not necessarily. Li- oh, stop, stop. With all the metal in your face, I can tell right now that you probably voted for this. You were probably right there in the front saying, go Biden, go Harris. Look, no, there is a little bit of that going on right now. There's a lot of people right now that are really butthurt about what Biden has done to our economy. The fact that you can't afford certain, like, for instance, we're always constantly, like, until she started this business, we were constantly wondering which bill are we going to skip this month? Yeah. Because we knew we had to skip one. Yep. And trust me, we've taken turns on credit cards. We've taken turns on this, on that. We have taken turns because we've always kept our credit cards separate because we always wanted one of our credit limits to be really good. And I got to tell you, folks, today, you you can't, if you're making less than $1,600 a month, you won't make it today. $1,600? Yeah. that. Like, no, That's, I mean, every two weeks. I mean, even. You have to be making at even least that, $2,400 no, a month. It's got, no, think about it. The average rent right now in America is $2,500 a month. Okay. True. The I average rent is $2,500 a month. The average car payment is $700 a month. You're already at $3,200. Your electric bill, another $200 because that shit's gone up like crazy. That's $3,400. Your phone bill depends on how many phone lines you have, but say another $100, $150, right? So right there, you're already $3,650. $3, mm-hmm. Yep. Your car insurance. depending. So it's $3,800. Your cable bill, all your your subscriptions, your internet, yada, 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 say another $200. You're at $4,000 already. You haven't put gas in your car or put food on the table. Yep. If you're not making 10 grand a month, you ain't. You're fucked. I mean, you could probably skate by on. Six or seven thousand a month, but you're it's tight. And if you have kids, you're you're done. Like that's not happening. Because if you have kids, your food bill is automatically two thousand dollars a month. For instance, right I, I feel bad, but like the other day, I didn't go repo a door. Mm-hmm. We had a repo a garage door. Why? 
Couldn't afford to pay for it. Women didn't pay for it. Look, it sucks, but that's not my deal. But you can see when you start doing shit like that, like literally these people will not pay their bills. They just won't. They're just like, well, we're entitled. No, entitled to what? I'm entitled to zero. And I served this country for 21 years. I am entitled to nothing. Zero. If I understand that and I served this country for 21 years, what the fuck do you get? Nothing. You didn't do dick. There is, you are entitled to nothing unless you work for it. You work for it like VLN has. You will have food for your family. You will have eggs for your family. Mm -hmm. You will have meat for your family. I made dinner before the show, actually, because the girlfriend is over. She's really cute. She's got to go home right after the show. So normally I make dinner after the show. But, you know, again, the time changed. I fed the dogs before the show, too. Oh, and by the way, since you've done this to me before, I'm going to go ahead and do this to meet you now. Uh-huh. Um, since you've made calls about our family on the air, I'm going to go ahead and do this one. She's not welcome here during the weekdays. Weekends, Fridays, fine. Okay. Weekdays, nope, it's school. All right. His job is school, not buried in pussy. <laughs> Period. Well, tell him that. That's fine. Just say, throwing okay. that out there. All right. I'm dropping the hammer on this one. Okay. Fuck but it. anyway, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a cock blocker. <laughs> I had some okra and green beans and peppers and some broccoli and some mushrooms and some garlic and some onions and some bacon. And I made quiche for dinner. Quiche Lorraine, broccoli and bacon with other vegetables. Bit. Yes. Quiche Lorraine for dinner. Yes. Bit. You know what it cost us? Nothing. Nothing. Not a damn thing. No, I mean, the, well, mus- the, the mushrooms and the bacon. Just because my mushroom garden hasn't come up yet. You ain't grown the mushrooms yet. No, I gotta work on that. But uh, I mean, nothing, and it was still, it's delicious. Yeah, it will be. Well, the kids already ate, and as soon as I pulled it out of the oven, the girlfriend was like, oh, "I love quiche," and Connor said, "What's quiche?" <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Dumbass has eaten it like 12 times in his oh, life. And then he's going, what's, what's quiche? quiche? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Anyway. Normally you drink it with champagne, but I'm just saying. Anyway. But moving right along. the point is, we don't stress about what we're going to put on the table because we can walk out to the gardens or the chicken coop and eat every night. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do with a couple of fresh vegetables and some eggs. Everything you need to, for the most part. So. Anyway. You know. All right. Last of the conspiracy theory before we. Uh, go to our. Go to our tribute. Tribute time. Mm-hmm. And we have to drop the pill. Stream. We do have to drop the red pill stream. We do. Because so. James Grumberg is coming up next. Mm-hmm. And you can check him out over on pill.net on the Red Pill channel. Um, we are going to continue. So if you want to stay with us, jump over here to pill.net um, to the Patriot Party pod. And you can continue mm-hmm. to watch. Or Rumble or Cloud Telegram, wherever. So anyway, um, we, we need to get one of these. Okay. I wonder if our uh, electroculture antennas will work this way. 
Okay. So if y'all were with us for True Spiracy when we did the whole thing on Tartaria about a year ago now, because that's what started me down the whole electroculture thing. And we talked about the, what we thought might be energy collectors on top of buildings. Uh Well, apparently they are. And one of them just activated. Oh, some furious, huh? Wow, that's pretty ridiculous. And apparently, that people's, light? apparently people's cell phones nearby started charging. Is that a light? I don't know. It's elect- it's electricity, but people's cell phones in the in the vicinity of this started charging. No shit. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't it? Yeah, because I got an iPad that won't charge. My work iPad won't charge. Again? Again. Yeah, it's it's done this time. It like I've hooked it up to three different cables. It won't charge. Didn't we already replace that for not charging? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Whatever. We're going to be charging it again. We're going to be doing that again. Mm-hmm. Either way. They do that shit on purpose so that you have to replace it. And then they charge you the extra and then you have to do the replacement fee and the fucking storage stocking fee and the fuck. I don't fucking know fee. And one after another, it never ends. Yeah, so. we know. We got it. We're good. All right. You want to get hot? I do. So and we'll do this before we drop the pill stream here. The red pill project stream. So yeah, Froggen says you still need flour and butter for crust. I'm aware. I have flour and I make my own butter. So technically I need flour and heavy cream for crust because heavy cream is what you make the butter out of. Yeah. Although you can also use any kind of lard or shortening, which you make out of, you know, um, fat any kind of animals. fat. Yeah, animal fat, clarified, fat. clarified beef fat, all kinds of good yeah. stuff. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Moving right along, we're going to jump right into this. So if you can smoke it, it's legal for you either on any side. Just get on, get in on this. How about it? It's your turn for the J Man, Justin. Got it, sir. Texas Trout said you can replace that iPad battery for less than a hundred bucks. I know. I well, I'm gonna give it back to my boss and tell him to take care of it. That's what I do. I don't fuck with that shit. I just give it back to my boss and say, "Hey, take care of this." Uh, where was all that smoke in Texas? Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. I want to say it was Western. It looked. I, I I don't know, so I I saw the I saw like twelve videos of this petroleum plant burning in Texas. I think it's it might be eastern. It looked very eastern, actually. It looked very green. So that's normally how I decide which side of Texas it's from. Yeah, that's a pretty good way to do it. Fuck, I don't know what's in here somewhere. All you got to do is look it up. It's all over Twitter right now. It's everywhere. It's on X, on Instagram. I've seen videos on both. It's in Texas. I I, I am not sure where. Beaumont, Houston. Okay. Froggen said Beaumont, there Houston. You go. There you go. 
<coughs> Look, just don't be downwind from that shit. Whatever's burning, that can't be good. Oh, Froggen said Corpus Christi. Okay. Ooh, shit. I gotta call Mac because I gotta find out if he's in there. Mm-hmm. Because I know that's where he works. I have to give him a call. Find out. He's probably a little busy right now. Yeah, he probably is. He was a good buddy of mine. He's an SF medic. He works for a, a petroleum plant doing like first aid shit. <laughs> it's kind of comical, actually. Do we gotta drop something? No, I still have a good idea. I knew I smelled What? Do we eat dinner? Okay. You know. Say, don't make me drop something. No, no, no. I got it. Wolfpack. All right, Red Pill Project, if you would like to watch the second half of the show, come on over to the Patriot Party podcast side. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow. Peace. By uh, 6 p.m. for the Red Pill Project. 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. 6 p.m. on the Red Pill Project, though. So here you go. Yeah. Okay. Peace. Red Pill is down. All right. Moving right along. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Oh, that was a good one, actually. Go back to that one. That was a good one. That's one I start Yeah, here? start here. Because this is kind of important. This is something you all need to know. Mm-hmm. Just in case you're like me and you do stupid shit like I do. This is really important. Just pay attention to what Thomas Massey has to say here. This is something we need to consider because this is what our government's doing behind our back. It is now in order to consider amendment number 60 printed in part B of House Report 118-261. For what purpose does the gentleman from Kentucky... Okay, I'm sorry, real quick. I always thought that the bad lip-syncing guys made up that voice, but that's actually that fucking voice. Yeah, no, that's his voice. Okay, sorry. Seek recognition. Mr. Chair, I have an amendment at the desk. The clerk will designate the amendment. Amendment number 60, printed in Part B of House Report number 118-261, offered by Mr. Massey of Kentucky. Pursuant to House Resolution 838, the gentleman from Kentucky, Mr. Massey, and a member opposed each will control five minutes. The chair recognizes the gentleman from Kentucky. Mr. Chair, I rise in support of my amendment, which states none of the funds made available by this act may use be used to implement Section 24.220 of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. My amendment is simple. It will defund the federal mandate that requires all new vehicles after 2026 be equipped with a kill switch that can disable a vehicle if the vehicle has monitored the user's, the driver's performance, and that the vehicle determines that the driver is not performing well. It's so incredible that I have to offer this amendment. It almost sounds like the domain of science fiction, dystopian science fiction, that the federal government would put a kill switch in vehicles that would be the judge, the jury, and the executioner on such a fundamental right as the right to travel freely. But here we are. It is 
it is federal law that this is mandated, and so I am offering this amendment to defund this mandate. And with that, I reserve the balance of my time. Gentleman reserves, for what purpose does the gentleman from Illinois seek recognition? Mr. Chairman, I claim time in opposition. The gentleman is, is recognized. Mr. Chairman, I yield one minute to the gentleman from Florida, the ranking member of the Military Construction and Veterans Affairs Subcommittee, Ms. Wasserman Schultz. The gentlewoman is recognized. Uh, I thank the gentleman for yielding. I, I actually need two minutes, if that's possible, Mr. Chairman. We'll do two minutes, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. The gentlewoman is recognized. <laughs> thank you very much. Lobbying in mid-sentence. Uh, mid, mid um, I rise in opposition to this amendment. Uh, let me be clear, this, this, the act that the gentleman is trying to defund does not require auto manufacturers to install kill switches. It does not do that. Passive drunk driving technology is a vital tool in safeguarding our loved ones and other innocent people on our roads. This new technology offers a lifeline of hope to not only save lives, but to prevent the lifelong emotional toll and gargantuan costs these accidents inflict on families. Deadly drunk driving accidents can echo across generations, but we can seize this opportunity to stop such tragedies. Between 2019 and 2021, Florida saw a 31% increase in drunk driving crashes. In Mr. Massey's home state of Kentucky, 190 people were killed in drunk driving crashes in 2021 alone. That was a 26% increase. When we saw these grim statistics, we acted in a bipartisan fashion in Congress. And how often do we see that? Both Republicans and Democrats supported the HALT Act to require auto manufacturers to make this passive technology standard in new vehicles. Okay, stop, stop, stop. This is important. First, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, you're a fucking idiot. A. B. Really? What numbers are we going to trust, folks? Mm -hmm. Seriously. What numbers do you trust? You know, because listen, if you all believe the way I do, we watch them change the numbers for COVID. Mm -hmm. I watched them say that a gentleman that was shot with a handgun died from a handgun wound, died from COVID. Watch it happen. What numbers are we really supposed to believe here? Even after the fact that they're violating every one of your rights, minus that fact. Who controls the kill switch? What? This is 1984. This is ridiculous. I, okay, let's trim just a little bit more fat from the Constitution then. Yep, let's listen to her do that. The sponsor of this misguided amendment will tell you that he worries about privacy concerns. We heard the same inane calls with seatbelt requirements. But you don't have a right to engage in potentially fatal behavior that we know poses a major health threat to public safety. Passive drunk driving technology is pro-police. This anti-drunk driving te technology lightens the load on police officers, allowing them to focus on more pressing safety concerns. The importance of this technology goes far beyond statistics. It's about saving lives, preventing heartbreak, and making our roads safer. It's a passionate call to action to prevent alcohol-impaired driving from shattering the lives of those we hold dear. This amendment, I understand, was dubbed the Kill Switch Amendment, 
and it does not require a kill switch. It simply, allow, it simply requires passive technology to help us prevent drunk driving. In the name of the 406 people who that were killed by a drunk driver in my own state of Florida last year alone, I urge my colleagues to vote no on this amendment. Let's take steps to reduce deaths due to drunk driving, not increase them. Thank you. I yield back the balance of my time. Gentleman reserves, gentleman from Kentucky is recognized. Drunk driving is a serious problem. That's why 31 states already have a law to implement interlock ignition technology, where if you've been convicted of a DUI that you have to pass this test in order to operate your vehicle. But this federal law that I seek to defund goes far beyond that, and I regret that I have to spend some of my time reading the law to the other side of the aisle, but I will do that. This law that was passed in a thousand page bill two years ago requires that automobiles can passively monitor the performance of a driver, not the blood alcohol content, but the performance of a driver of a motor vehicle to accurately identify whether that driver may be impaired, not drunk, it says impaired, and prevent or limit motor vehicle operation. That's a kill switch. Now the question is, how much time do you have once your dashboard tells you that it doesn't approve of your driving? What if you're a single mother and you're out on a, in bad weather and you're trying to avoid some obstacles, ice perhaps, and you've swerved three times and your dashboard says, swerve one more time and you're gonna be put over to the side of the road that you'll have 100 yards to park this vehicle in the middle of nowhere with your children in the back seat. This isn't some fantastical scenario. This is what will happen if this is implemented. And this is the law. I have read it to you here. Now, you maybe should have read it two years ago when you all voted for it on that side of the aisle. But it wasn't a bill that was 1,039 pages long. So I, I can understand how you don't know what the law has in it. But I've read it to you. And with that, I reserve the balance of my time. Member is reminded to direct his remarks to the chair. Gentleman from Illinois is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I yield one minute to the gentlewoman from Illinois, Ms. Schakowsky. The gentlewoman is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. More than 10,000 people die every year from drunk driving crashes. Drunk drivers are seven times more likely to be involved in a fatal crash than a sober person. So you would think that the Republicans would want to do something about it. Democrats have done something about it and said that NHTSA now will have drunk driver prevention technology. You know, this, is, this technology has the potential of saving thousands of lives. And I don't see that you're agreeing that we should uh, be saving those lives, and I would say we should all vote against the Drunk Driver Protection Act, and I yield back. Gentleman reserves his time. Gentleman, gentleman from Kentucky is recognized. May I inquire as to how much time I have remaining? And has two minutes remaining. Well, we actually don't know how this technology is going to work, and they don't know over at the DOT either because we've sent a letter to them that they haven't responded to yet, asking them, will this have cameras inside the car? Will it monitor your eyes to see if you're focused on the road? Will it have cameras on the outside of the car? How will it know what your performance is relative to the road that you're driving on if it doesn't, in fact, know which road you're driving on? 
Will it need to know where you are when you are driving? If so, who has access to this data? Who has access to those cameras? Will the Fourth Amendment be followed? Will you require a warrant for your insurance company to access this data? Will you require a warrant for the government to access this data? Once your car's been disabled and now you're on the side of the road with your children in it for reasons you don't understand, how long until the police show up? Or what if you truly are disabled and you're over to the side of the road? Does anybody show up? How long do you have to get out of the vehicle? Who decides when your vehicle kill switch is disabled and you get to drive again? Who's going to adjudicate that on the side of the road? What if it's rush hour traffic? What if you know you've already got points against you according to your dashboard and it's monitored your performance and now there's somebody's pet in the road? Do you swerve to miss it and get your car disabled? What if there's an emergency vehicle approaching from behind you and you know the right thing is to swerve off the road and let that vehicle pass? What after you've done that three times and now your car says do it one more time and we're going to leave you on the side of the road? This is in the law. This will become law in 2026, every vehicle manufactured after that. And it's not about drunk driving. If it were, it would just be about blood alcohol content. That, this law has far more than that in it. It violates the Fourth Amendment. It violates so many amendments. It violates things that are so fundamental to our rights. They're not even in the Constitution, like the right to travel. And so I urge support of Chairman this amendment. It will defund the, the law that was passed uh, two years ago that the other side of the aisle That's doesn't expired. even know exists. And I yield back. Folks, you better start taking care of your cars because I'm telling you right now, this shit is no joke. Think about that for just think. Think about this. Hey, dads, ready for this one? I'm going to put it on you guys. Wife's pregnant, right? Got to get her to the hospital. How many of you drove like a bat out of hell to get him in the hospital? Yeah, we've been there. Okay. I done it. All right. I got her there. No problems. Let me tell you something. But I was not doing the speed limit anywhere in anything in front of me. I swerved around it. So tell me something. When is this shit going to kill? a mother and a child because the car wouldn't let that father proceed. When is this shit going to end up killing your, your grandfather or your husband or your wife because you're trying to get her to the hospital because you think she's had a stroke? Well, it's not going to matter because after they hit us with an EMP, nothing made after 1974 is going to work anyway. It's true. So there's that. John Kennedy talked about it too. Black Chester, you keep your 67 Camaro. Keep that in tip top shape because no that's shit. about one of the only that's, cars that will run after yes, the Yes, it will. Yes, it will, brother. Because yep. <laughs> so, you know what? It ain't got no computer parts yep, in it. Exactly. That bitch is whoop, straight done, good to go. I wish we'd kept our Malibu. I wish we did too. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Right now, I keep thinking about that. I've been thinking about that for months now. I know. I was so pissed off. It's a great car. Fucking great car. Anyway. Uh, I had no electronics in it whatsoever. It fucking Nothing barely was ran. electric. 
All right. No, it ran great. Yeah. Well, except that you never knew what speed you were going because the speedometer <laughs> sat at zero all the time. There was a hole in the trunk. And the brake cylinder had a hole the side of, a size of a silver dollar. Exactly. I know. But other but than that, it worked than great. That, it ran wonderful. Dude, that V8 could get going. It could. 100 miles an hour was no problem. I that once hit a tree with it on purpose just to see what would happen. I dented the fuck out of the tree and didn't even touch the car. <laughs> Anyway, it was made out of straight steel. Straight steel. I hit one car that was made out of plexiglass and all five cars in front of it shattered. Shattered. Anyway, Kennedy went off on Biden today. It was pretty funny. Or yesterday. Today, yesterday. I don't know. I think we're all aware, Mr. President, that, uh, that parts of our world are on fire. The world is on fire in Ukraine and Eastern Europe. The world is on fire in the Middle East. I wouldn't describe the world as being on fire in the Indo-Pacific, but there's certainly embers, and they are smoldering. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's clear to most Americans, Mr. President, that uh, President Xi in China President Putin in Russia and the Ayatollah in Iran are working together. And their objective is to have Russia dominate Central and Eastern Europe, to have the Ayatollah in Iran dominate the Middle East. The Ayatollah, of course, has funded and supports Hamas. There's no cause in the world, none, that can justify what Hamas did to the innocent people of Israel. The people of Hamas are so evil, they will kill you and drink your blood out of a boot. And President Xi and President Putin and the Ayatollah in Iran are just fine with that. And the third objective of China, Russia, and Iran is to allow China to dominate the Indo-Pacific and be free to make moves in Sub-Sahara Africa and in South America. Parts of the world are on fire. America is about to find out what it is made of because the world I just described is not a world that's safe for America. But as we meet these challenges, Mr. President, and by God, we will meet them. We will meet them. While we're doing that, Mr. President, I don't want us to forget about our homeland. We've got a lot of problems domestically. That, and I don't want us to lose sight of them. I think about them every day. I know you do too, Mr. President. We, sti be, be, we still have millions of Americans who are too poor to be sick, despite the fact that we have the best quality of health care in America in all of human history. Notice I didn't say that we have the best way of delivering that health care, but we have the best quality of health care in all of human history. But we've got people in this country 
Many of them are middle class who are too poor to be sick. Since the Affordable Care Act passed, we were told it was going to make our lives better. It was going to, it was going to make health insurance more accessible and cheaper since the Affordable Health Care Act has passed. Health insurance premiums have tripled. We also know domestically, Mr. President, that our border is an open, bleeding wound. It is an open, bleeding wound. And it is within the power of this Congress to fix that. But none of those domestic problems that I just described, and I could continue with others, as I know you could too, Mr. President, is hurting the American people as much as President Biden's inflation. Not a single one. President Biden's inflation is gutting the American people like a fish. It is a cancer, a cancer on the American dream. In my state alone, in Louisiana, we're not a wealthy state. My people were pretty middle class. They get up every day, they go to work, they obey the law, they try to do the right thing by their kids, try to save a little for retirement. The median household income for a family of four in my state is $55,000 a year. A lot of states are above us, some are below us. President Biden's inflation, which is man-made, and that man's name is Joe Biden, is costing my people, the average Louisiana family, $806, not a year, a month. $806 a month. That's $9,700 a year. Now imagine if you were making $55,000 a year, and you've got to come out of pocket with an extra $9,700 a year. You blow through your savings. You max out your credit card. You borrow from your children's college education plan. You borrow from relatives. And then what do you do? Now, I know what some of my colleagues are thinking, but Kennedy, we're doing better on inflation. And we are. And I am so thankful. A year ago, inflation in this country was 8.2%. Today it's 3.7%, and I am so happy. And I hope it continues to go down. But it is important for us to remember what that means. A reduction of inflation from 8.2% to 3.7%, which is still, of course, too high, just means that inflation is rising less rapidly. We still have inflation. Prices, prices are still high. They're just not going, and they continue to go up. They're just not going up as quickly as they were. Now, that's a good thing. But it doesn't solve the problem. That's what we call disinflation. When inflation is rising, and we stop it from rising so quickly, 
That's called disinflation. But that's not what most Americans care about, though that's important to them. What they care about is the prices going down, and that's de-inflation. And we do not have de-inflation. Okay, real quick, because Kennedy makes an excellent point here. Here's the deal. Last year, inflation was at 8%. That meant that prices were 8% higher than they were the year before. And the year before, it was at 7%. So they were at 7% higher than they were the year before. And it's not like it went up, prices went up 1% between that 7%, 8%. No, no, no. They went up 8%. When inflation raises at 3%, it just means that the prices only went up 3% from what they were the year before, which was already 8% higher than the year before, which was already 7% higher than the year before that. So listen, the point is, is look, inflation sucks because the prices never come down. Exactly. Do you, you, do you think that your employers or your companies that you work for or those grocery stores out there, they bring the prices magically back down. No, they just make the packaging smaller and they raise the prices even higher. That's it. Folks, you have shrinkflation on top of inflation. Dude, there's so much shit that they do to us to fuck us. It, it, if you all grew your own garden, you would fuck them so hard. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. You would fuck them so hard in the ass. It would be so amazing. And I know a lot of you can't because you're confined by where you live. If but you have a windowsill, you can grow salad greens. Dude, if you all bought your, if you all grew your own shit and stopped buying shit at the stores, we would fuck them so hard. It would be so funny mm -hmm. just to watch what happened to them. Yeah. And you'd feel a lot healthier too, because, and you'd never want to go back to buying yeah, store-bought produce. You, you feel really good. I'm telling you. Like I just, amazing. I brought us dinner because we didn't eat with the kids because the show started. So since this is a longer clip, I just brought us some quiche and it's fucking delicious. Fabulous. Never go back to store-bought stuff nope. because it's so much better. Anyway. The point I'm trying to make is we're stuck with these high prices. If they get inflation down to zero, those high prices are not going down. They're going to remain the same, Mr. President. They're just going, not going to rise as quickly. We are stuck. The American people are stuck with these high prices because of the Biden administration. Now, I could, I could cite you, Mr. President, all the sterile statistics statistics you would like but i want to, I, I, I want to I, I want to try to describe in in specific terms what it's like for my people to go to the grocery store to have to this is an exaggeration but not by much to have to think about well do i have to sell blood plasma today in order to go to the grocery store do i have to to draw down on, the, on the, the second mortgage on my home in order to go to the grocery store. Since President Biden has been in office, consumer goods in the United States of America are up 17%. Electricity is up 25%. 
Eggs are up 29%. They're not going down, folks. Even if inflation goes to zero, those prices aren't going down. Potato chips up 30%. Bread up 28%. Coffee, 30%. Rice, 26%. Flowers up 28%. Milk, 18%. A half gallon of ice cream, 21%. Chicken, 20%. When you look at larger categories, this is what's happening to the American people. Since President Biden took office, since President Biden took office, all goods and many services in the wealthiest country in all of human history are up 17%. Food's up 20%. Housing is up 17%. Clothing is up 12%. Used cars and trucks are up 25%. New cars and trucks are up 20%. And mortgage rates are up 174%. 174%. Now, some may be saying, well, but wages are going up too. Thank goodness, in some cases, wages have gone up. But the average wage of the average American has gone down after inflation. You don't look, the, best, the, the appropriate way to look at wage increases is not to look at the raw or the aggregate increase. It's, to look, it, it's, it's, it's looking at the, the, uh, the increase after inflation. And if you take all of the average wage increases in the United States of America, and you look at the average inflation in the United States of America, workers have actually lost ground. Workers today in November of 2023 are actually making less per hour after inflation than they were of February 2021. So don't let anybody tell you that wages have made up for this. They haven't kept up with inflation. And don't let anybody tell you, Mr. President, that we're winning the war on high prices. We are getting inflation down. No thanks. No thanks to the Biden administration and, quite frankly, the United States Congress. That's thanks to the Federal Reserve. They have tightened interest rates, which has hurt a lot of people. But they have gotten inflation down. They've had to do it with one arm tied, one arm tied behind their backs because the other way you attack inflation and the only way we've ever successfully gotten down is to have Congress do its part and that and reduce the rate of growth of spending and debt accumulation. But we haven't done that. We haven't done that. In fact, since 2019, the population of the United States of America is up 1.9%. Our country's grown 2% to, since 2019. You know how much our budget has grown? 55%. This inflation man-made. And the man's name is Joe Biden. And we need to address it. 
So as we fight a, a hostile world, which day by day is becoming less safe for the, for the American people, I don't want us to lose sight, Mr. President, of another problem, an equally important problem that is stealing the American dream and it's called President Biden's inflation. Mr. President, I suggest the absence of a quorum. Wow. Um, I, 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 how, how do you follow that up? I can't. I, I just can't. I'm just going to say, look, you've all said it. You all agree. You all know that he's right. Everything that he just said is uh, fucking Jesus. I, I was reading this shit. I can't believe I even read this. Sergeant Horse, he's another firefighter, paramedic. I just had a mom call nine one one for her son with a fever because they had uh, they had their car repoed because they couldn't afford rent and the car lease at the same time, folks. When we went to court the other day, we got to hear what I like to call dirty laundry. And I always yell at my wife. The one thing I don't like is airing our dirty laundry out in public. Okay. And I always get on her about it because she's all about doing it. And I'm like, look, bitch, you need to shut your fucking mouth because nobody needs to hear this right now, especially anybody around us. Long story short, um, we got to hear about these people that were upside down on their rent. Some of these people were like 12, 13, 14, 15 months behind. No, six months. May. No, May. No, May was no because one. the first one, the first one was 16 months behind. And she owed like a little over eight grand back to the fucking place. And they were trying to decide how to work out the payments. And I was sitting there going, eight, eight, how for that amount of money? And they were, they were prorating it. So they weren't charging their full, full amount. I was like, what the, or the late fees, the full amount was $2,600 a month to live in this place. For not even a thousand square feet. Yeah, it wasn't sixteen months, baby. It was six months. Yeah, whatever. It was, eight it was months. six months. It was eight months. It was total, from May. Though. Yes, it was eight May, months. June, total, July, though. August, September, October. It was six months. Anyway, either either way, shit. For that much money, for that, what the fuck are we doing to people? Here, I can give you a visual visual representation of what's happening in our country right now. You ready? Oh, oh wait. Oh, I thought you were going to do something on camera. Whoa. No, no, no. Thank God. This is, this Thank is, God. That was going a whole different direction in my mind. Wow. Oh, my God. Everybody that's got a dirty mind now knows that that went, whoa, here's completely a, sideways. Here's everything that Kennedy just said in 37 seconds. Here it goes. You ready? Crash oh, into the building shit. and the whole fucking building falls yeah. down. Oh, that's not good. That 
Dude, that poor guy in the orange car, he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. That's our country. Oh, man. You want to see it again? No, that's horrible. No, that's that's, that's fucked up, bro. That's our country. In 37 Holy seconds. Shit. Dude, that whole dude in the orange car, he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, he's getting out, though. Well, fuck, I hope the other dude's dead because fuck that dude. Wow. Oh, she was a foreigner, wasn't she? Uh, that was old. That was like from a hot minute ago. I know, but it's great, though. Again, it's everything that's happening in our country right now. Wow. Yeah, just saying. I don't know. That's dirty, babe. Anywho. It's true. We are a car wreck dropping buildings. Jesus Christ. Is it that bad? I mean, it can't be because we saw the liberals come out in force last night. We did yesterday. They came out in force yesterday, just like liberals do. They voted just like liberals do. And Republicans didn't do shit. That's because we don't trust the elections anyway. So what's the fucking point? Because it's, it's just it's just shit like and this, and not even a real midterm. Yeah, it's like a quarter term. Um, shit like quarter this is quell. going on. Yeah, a exactly. It's quell. the quarter quell. It's you have this going on. Buddha judge, um, booty judge is over in uh, Ukraine right now. Play it and shut up. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us over. Thank you. You're very because they got their payment. That's why booty. You want to know why booty judge is there? Booty judge's plane does not get inspected because it comes with diplomatic immunity. What do you think's on that plane? Cash. Mm. Where do you think that cash is going? Ukraine. Where do you think that money's going in Ukraine? The sex trade. I don't know, but apparently the house voted to slash booty judge's salary to a dollar. Really? I well, that's that on the Chiron on the bottom of this screen, although it's not what this story is about, but it's still funny as fuck. That is kind of weird, though, that it's on the Chiron. See, I didn't hear that. House votes to slash Buttigieg at the salary to a dollar. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <sighs> that is kind of funny. House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan just revealing new emails that show DHS Department of Homeland Security created a disinformation group at Stanford University before the 2020 election, which worked with big tech to police speech on college campuses. Yeah, one email from the group said, quote, we just set up an election integrity partnership at the request of DHS and CISA and are in weekly comms to debrief about disinfo. Fox News contributor, <sighs> columnist for The Messenger, Joe Concha, joins us now. Joe, if you think about what DHS was created, when it was created post 9 11, yeah. and what it is intended to do, and now look at what it has is has been doing behind the scenes with speech. I mean, what do you think about all of this? Department of Homeland Security. And we see what's going on at the U.S. southern border. Not a lot of security down there. And obviously, then getting involved in the speech game seems outside of its purview. And, and what this report shows us is something that we already knew that there was collusion between social media and traditional 
traditional media heading up to the 2020 election. We even had people that work in this building uh, who were suppressed and censored, including Sean Hannity, uh, contributors Molly Hemingway, Newt Gingrich. Even the Babylon Bee, which is a satirical site, uh, had to be censored because they were so effective with their messaging. And when you think about that 2020 election and how close it was in terms of the Electoral College, Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, all by far less than one percentage point decided those states. If they go the other way, Donald Trump is your president. Here's the challenge now for the GOP. When you look at the home pages of the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN.com, as I did today on my way in here, you don't find one story out of dozens on what Jim Jordan exposed yesterday. So it's just more bias of omission, censorship and suppression, because they know they're culpable in all of this. Well, Jim Jordan went on to say the censorship industrial complex is bigger than he originally thought. And I know we have to move on, but sure. what stood out to me from what Jim Jordan exposed, DHS said it could not openly endorse a system to flag misinformation. So it got Stanford to do it for them. That should really raise a lot of concerns when it comes to our college and university system, even more so than what we've seen, or equally as so with what we've seen with the anti-Semitic response yeah, there on our college. Stanford campus. is the Ivy League of the West, yeah. right? But they did the dirty work. Speaking of anti Oh, yeah, you go ahead, folks. You, The Department of Homeland Security is actively engaged in brown shirt activity in literally brown shirt the first activity. amendment rights of brown shirt activity listen in germany in 1936 it was considered brown shirt activity you go ahead take from that what you want but i'm telling you right now we do not live in a free country anymore and anybody else that tells me any differently i completely disagree i mean think about it this shit is nuts they being able, disabling your motor vehicle who's while right, you're driving. Who's whose right is that exactly? Because the last time I checked, my vehicle is even protected by my Fourth Amendment rights, meaning that I have the right to privacy. If I have tint in my windows or I put things below the window level. That is considered privacy because you can't see it if you're standing 20 feet off. Huh. Well, this isn't here yet, but um, this is Brazil. Coming this way? We talked about this a while ago. So tem que lamentar, sabe, o que aconteceu nesse país, lamentar pelas vítimas. Wait, wait, wait. Did you want me to translate this? No. Okay, good. He's because saying, I your can't, Portuguese is bad. My Portuguese is horrible. But basically, he's saying that you, the COVID vaccine is now on the childhood mandatory vaccination schedule. And if your child is not vaccinated for COVID-19, they cannot attend public school. You will be fine. Oh, this is You'll Luna. You'll pay extra taxes. This is lunatic. This is yeah. Lula. Mm -hmm. This is the lunatic. Yes. Yep. Forcing all children from the age of six months and older in Brazil to be vaccinated. That's horrible. Yep. It really is. Do you know 33 children had heart attacks last month? Wow. 33. One of them right here in Savannah. Two. 
uh, well, only the one made the list, but the, well, the second one was too. He had a cardiac arrest right on the field. That's a different list. That's during during sports. This is thirty three children had a heart attack in school, and two while they were getting ready to to go to school. Ooh. Just sitting in school. Now they're they're pushing out um like a, a cardiac check kits for kids. And the narrative they're pushing out to parents is, is your kid's heart a ticking time bomb? For well, what? it may be if you gave him the fucking jab. Bingo. For what? Exactly. For what? For what? For some bullshit we all don't agree with. I, I'm just telling you, we none of us agree with this. None of us. Nope. Nope. There's nothing about this that seems American. There's you. You know what? This is the part you foreigners that just came here that you have no idea about America. Look, this is the part you'll never understand. America is about freedom. It's about ultimate freedom. You earn it, you get it, you keep it. It's not something you give up. You don't turn it over. It's not a card you give up. It's something you've earned. You've earned your place there, whether by birth or by naturalization. You earn your place there. You will never understand that because you do not wish to earn your place amongst our society. And the reason for that is, is you believe in a different flag. You have failed to understand the core principle of this country. The core principle of this country is our flag. It tells us everything about our country. And if you don't know the story of the flag, please go look it up. It is the most important story that you'll ever be told. It tells you how every star and stripe ended up on that flag. And if you don't know the basic core tenets of our belief, I'm sorry, you're not an American, nor do you belong here. Because those are the core tenets of our belief. Those are the, what, that's what makes us American. It's, it's not something taken lightly. It's not something taken in jest. It's something we believe in our heart. And if you come against that, we will kill you. We will destroy you. We will do everything in our power to make your life a living hell. And trust me, we are good at it. We've been doing it for years. Jason, I do follow Ariel on X. Um, in fact, I've read some of the posts out and put them up here on the show. The one about General Flynn. Remember the one that exposed General Flynn that yeah. I read like a week and a half ago? Did you two see weeks the other ago? one with the weird hand signal that he put up? This weird, what is, does anybody know what this is? Mm -hmm. I, I'm just trying to figure it out for everybody else. Yeah. He threw this up the other night. Don't know. Anyway, oh. Ariel's on point. So, um, but what you're saying about, uh, yeah, well, Tucker. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. 
pretty much encapsulates everything that you just said there. At this judicial system, there's nothing that Trump did that feels like a traditional crime. It's not rape. It's not murder. It's not embezzlement. It's not bribery. There are these very kind of technocratic and obscure crimes he's accused of having committed. And I just don't think that most Americans think that the, the former president should be imprisoned for anything like that. So if I were a betting man, I think the odds look pretty good for Trump. I think you're right. I've never sent money to a politician, but if Trump is convicted, I'm sending him the max. I think a lot of people feel that way, just as a middle <laughs> finger. Uh, Glenn Greenwell, thank you so much. Great to see you. Great to talk to you. Talk to you. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. You got to admit, that's funny. Either way, uh, we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, you got Josh coming up next on the Red Pill Project. Or, well, yep. no, you don't. Well, is he? Yeah, Josh is still up. Next. Yeah, Josh is still up after us. Mm -hmm. After, the, after. Uh, the second half of our show whatever that guy is. Anyway, James. Um, we're going to be back tomorrow. She'll be back tomorrow morning for the good book, 8 a.m. for the good book. Mm -hmm. um, you can check out the lovely 905. And of course, Vince at uh, morning coffee at 1130, if you wish. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of bouncing. So I bounce between a lot of shit. So anyway, <laughs> either way, Lena didn't have a power problem this morning. She though. did not. She did not. No, nope, I watched a good part of her show. Worked in between right through 90% of her show. Making antennas and cleaning the kitchen. And then I got to make fun of the guy I was working with because he wasn't aware of any of this. And he was like, Are you serious? And I was like, <laughs> No way. No way. Wait, what? Yeah. I had her playing on the radio at work. I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm gonna stick you on the radio. And then she was talking, uh, you were, I forgot what you were talking about this morning, but he was like, wait a minute, there's no way. I was like, think about it, dude. Really? They lie to you about everything else. The earth is flat, right? Oh, no way. And he, man, he wouldn't talk for the rest of the day. Dude, it was so perfect. I think I'm going to do that from now on. Every fucking goddamn job, I'm just going to put Leanna, Leanna on. Just let her go because it's hysterical to watch reactions. I, I need to start videotaping them. That's what I got to start doing. When they start losing their mind going, there's no way she's right. I'm like, no, really? she's right. How, how can you, how can you tell me how she's wrong? I'll, 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 I'll. I see your your bet. I'm gonna raise you. Tell me how she's wrong. Man, it's epic. I'm I swear to God, I'm doing that from now on. And I'm gonna start videotaping it because it's epic. Ladies, don't forget W7 tonight. Yes, it is. Come join us on Liana's uh Zoom room. Yeah, and tomorrow night we'll be doing um TNT mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know who's playing tomorrow night. So I got to figure that out. I forgot to submit my picks this week too. I got to do that too. Mm. Fuck. Notice when I feed the dogs before the show though, they don't come charging like gangbusters. No, not at the end of the show. Kind of miss it though. Damn. <laughs> kind of do. Yeah. In a way. Normally Annie's coming in here going, Hey mom, where's my dinner? Isn't it time to go? Let's go. Fuck. Let's go bitch. Get out here. Give me my food. But, you know, Seamus spent like an hour and a half whining outside the door the other day because he was hungry after the time change. Yes. So I was like, all right, I got to feed them before the show. Well, it's funny because uh, we were watching this one video today where the lady had the dog with the sound pad where you can put program different sounds. And it was really funny. She was like, one of the buttons is oh, bitch. Yeah. 
So Fish, she's please. like, she goes, are you hungry? And he goes, yes, yes, yes. And Bitch. then there was a stupid button and she clicked stupid and then she clicked bitch. Cool. Why would like, you? Why would you even program those for your dog? Know. Like you want your dog to cuss at you? I cuss at my dog. I don't need him to cuss back at me. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Like we then, we call we affectionately then, call them the idiots. And then the fucking dog kept jumping on the. Uh, bitch, yes, bitch. Yes, yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Please, bitch. Please, bitch. And then she just kept jumping on the bitch button. Seriously, your dogs know everything that you say. Do not let them talk back to you. It's bad oh, enough they talk in my head. Fuck. Talking out loud so is too funny. much. We gotta anyway, go. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Yes. We'll see you later for the make. And V-Land. Have a great night, fuckers. Uh, peace be upon you. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace. Fuck around and find out I love my